Welcome to the Single Cell World, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Motinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start! Hi everyone, welcome to other episode. I hope everything is good on your side. Today I will give you a general idea about the different single cell sequencing methods. What defines them is the way we individualize the cells. The first to be published and also to be used were the plate-based methods. Here we are talking about the 96 or a 384 well plates. Maybe you already have them at your lab. But two things that we need to pay attention. The first the type of plastic that the, our plate is done, and the shape of the bottom of the wells. They should be V-shaped. How does this method works? It's very simple. Here, what we have to do is to place one cell in each well. We can do it manually if the cells are big enough that we can pick them under a microscope, or In the case we have a cell suspension, we can use a cell dispenser or a cell sorting. With this last option, with the facts, we can even stain the cells with specific antibodies for proteins that we are interested on studying. And after, we do index sorting. What is this? Basically, we will know the coordinates of each cell concerning the absence or presence of the protein that we are interested or proteins that we are interested in studying. And after, we can connect this information with information that we will get downstream that can be the mRNA, gene expression, or the DNA. For example, we will know that the cell at the well 1A is expressing the protein of interest and at the same time is overexpressing 10 genes related with high metabolism. This is just an example. The plate-based methods are low-throughput assays. They are ideal for the case that we don't have a lot of cells. When I say a lot of cells, is like alpha million cells. Or in the case, we want to study mRNA isoforms. These methods are the best for that. Examples of commercial plate-based methods are the single-cell whole genome amplification kit from Kyogen, the Smart6 single-cell from Takara Bio, or the Evercode wall transcriptome from Pars Biosciences. There are more, okay? The next single cell methods that I want to explain to you are the ones based on wells, but here not plate wells, but chip wells. I always imagine that the chip is a plate that someone shrunk. Like, for example, in the movie, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, maybe you will not know about this movie because it's a little bit old, but yes, I imagine that. So these chips can have wells of different sizes. They can be micro, nano, or pico wells. Here, what we will need to do is to load the chips manually or using an automated way using a machine, a specific machine. Let me try to explain you what is a chip and how it's constituted. Normally, it's a plastic or metal slide 
with small wells covering all the surface. This chip is covered by a cover slip. At one of the extremities of the chip, there will be a hole where we will load the cell suspension that we want to analyze. When we do this, the liquid will move to the other extremity and a thin layer will be formed. By gravity, the cells will fall individually in one tiny well. So one cell will fall in one tiny well. Attention here, because the probability of more than one cell to fall in one well increases with the concentration of cells in our solution. This is why it's so important to count very well the cells and use their recommended concentration. If we have more cells, because sometimes we think, okay, I will load more cells to get information of more cells, right? So if we have more cells, the percentage of doublets that is two cells that are sticking together and falling the same well, and of course they will be analyzed together. These, the percentage of doublets, will jeopardize our experiment. Some examples of commercial technology based on this type of method are the Hive single cell RNA-seq from Honeycomb Biotechnologies, the Gene Expression Scope Kits from Singleron, the BD Rhapsody Express System from BD Biosciences, or the High Cell 8 technology from Takara Bio. In the single cell methods that are based on chips, we can have different throughputs. So there are chips that are for low throughput when we don't have a lot of cells. There are the ones for medium throughput or high throughput. We need always to choose the one that is better for our project. Of course, this will also depend on the type of technology that we will be using. This type of methods should be used if we are studying sensitive cells, like for example granulocytes. Why? Because the way we isolate the cells, we put them on the well, it's by gravity. There are no forces pushing the cells to go to the well. So these methods are more gentle with the cells. The last method and the most known and used is the droplet-based methods. How do they work? Let's imagine that we have horizontal capillary okay, where we will load our cells. These cells are resuspended in a water-based mix with specific primers, the NTPs and enzymes. It will depend on the downstream application. The capillary is so, so thin that will only fit one cell at a time. At certain point, there will be a vertical capillary crossing the horizontal one, and inside this one, there is a flow of beads. The beads are very tiny balls. Each bead is unique. They have a unique barcode, and one bead will stick to one cell. Here is also important the ratio and the concentrations between the cells and the beads, something that we need to pay attention. After our cells being labeled with this bead, they will continue moving at the horizontal capillary until they find a pool. This pool is full of oil and when our cell falls into the pool and since it is covered with water, there will be the formation of a oil droplet. Do you know when in our kitchen we try to mix water and oil? They don't mix and there is a formation of oil droplets. The same happens here. Of course, here the difference is that each droplet that is formed by the machine, because the droplet-based methods, we always need a machine. These droplets will contain one cell that is stick to one bit and all the reagents that we need again for the downstream process. 
the droplets will function as a small PCR tubes where our cells were isolated. Concerning the droplet-based methods, they are, almost all of them, high throughput. So we will get information of a lot of cells, but of course, we also need to start with a lot of cells, minimum alpha million. Other thing respect to these methods is that there are different types of protocols. While for the previous ones, the ones that are plate-based or nano-micro PicoL-based methods, they are right now more specific for mRNA, for the transcriptome, the droplet-based methods. There is a possibility of studying DNA, chromatin, so there are more options since they were the mostly used and the most developed until now. Some commercial options that are based on this method are Mission Bio and the machine that forms the droplets is the tapestry, the next genomics with a controller. From BioRed, we have the DD6 single cell isolator. From Dolomite, the Nadia. Or from MGI, we have DNB Lab C-Series. My goal today was then for you to know that there are different single cell methods and that the main difference between them is the way we individualize the cells. Over the next episodes, I will talk in more detail about which one of them. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Monday. Ah, by the way, at the beginning of May, I will do a course, a single cell technology course entitled Exploring the Cutting Edge World of Single Cell Technology. And this is an introductory course to the single cell technology. I will talk about all the types of single cell technology, single cell omics. There will be also a part of introduction to data analysis, next generation sequencing. So you have more details on the description of this podcast because I will leave there the link for you to, to see the details of this course, but also in the webpage. And by the way, if you would like to support this podcast, now you have a way to do it. I will leave also the link where you can pay me a coffee. Thanks for listening to the Single Cell World podcast. If you think it was useful or you learned something new, please spend some seconds rating this podcast on Spotify or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts. It will make me super, super happy.